Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about... The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the program audio series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Carolyn Yepsen, Salsa, Prince Hess, Anne Schindler, Gwain, Rebecca McElfish, Piper Cook, Estrid Nielsen, Yairn, Mary, Lucy Breskel-Waters, Steph Leddington, Honeybee, Abigail Trevor, Jennifer Fleming, Emily Deutsch, Annie Wald, Charlotte Shee, Dave Palmer, Stephanie Santos. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Azu, Southside Badham, Hamid Salah, who ran out of hand, Zolf Smith. Oh, look at us. I try and throw you off and it definitely didn't lead to any complication. <laughs> cool. So we are picking up where we left off, but I'm going to put a caveat in that I occasionally do, which is, it's been long. Oh God, it's been oh, so it's been long. Really, yeah. Like months. months. I missed these characters. It's been months and months. We have played other characters multiple times yeah. between then and now. Many specials. And as always, there may be like a minor retcon thing that I'm not aware of. Like it's tricky to keep track. Oh yeah, there's as continuity like, errors. As I like mm. to say, if we get things wrong, suck it. <laughs> Stop saying that. You keep saying it, and I keep wanting you Look, not I have an to. honest relationship with our fans. This is difficult. We have memories. We are human. Suck it. You're, ma- you're, Actually, you're... none of us are human. We're a dwarf, a halfling, half elf. And Lid, dwarf. Helen, Ben, and Alex are. <laughs> yeah. Bryn, I said, Bryn, wait. When... I'm Bryn now. <laughs> so let's pick up. I have decided to roleplay as Ben. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> 
I'm so deadly. It turns Do out everyone's been asking for a. Everyone's such a salty Everyone's been asking for a Ben Oli episode. It's actually all of us are being Ben I am being necked right now. My furry face. I'm Benjamin Bento Box Meredith. Tasty, tasty. Tingly. I bless the rain. Down in Africa. I'll have you know, that made a lot of money for mine. It did. I loved it. I loved it. Okay, no, we're being very serious. We are very serious people. So, as it stands, you have been investigating the Shoian Institute and finding it to be an abandoned place of academia slash once recuperation that went to seed because clearly Shoian just went wrong as a person, full of kobolds and also mooks. Blokes and or lads, as we've established. Mm-hmm. You've made your way back down through the main entrance where it's like, welcome, friends, after you killed most of the ma- blokes and or lads and or cabals at some point or another. You made your way through a bunch of welcome to my adventure thing and just <laughs> just pooed all over that, as it can see. Well, we had our cobalt friend helping us. You really, really yeah. did. So you entered an escape room, as it were, mm-hmm. and escaped the room by breaking it into pieces and then breaking it so it stopped being a lift and climbed up onto the top. If yes. that is not a metaphor for playing, just role-playing games in general. <laughs> yeah. So that is where we are going to pick up, OK? So you are all atop... Uh, do we call elevator or lift? Because I keep lift. bouncing... Lift. Lift. Good. We're British, Good, Alex. good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> lift it is. So you're all atop... No elevation, please. We're British. <laughs> Only... Only downwards. We want a downward spiral. <laughs> Only lift, no elevate. Um, so you're all atop a lift and Skrark is with you. You're all on top of it facing a ladder. There is a, like maintenance, a maintenance ladder. Yeah, so there is a maintenance ladder in this lift shaft. To be clear, you've already gone down a decent distance from the top. You think you can see where the light's coming in from where the lift started, but way way up because it was traveling both really really slowly but for a long time because you did like didn't you take like 20 to smash or something like you stripped it to the wallpaper Um, with a skilled engineer as well absolutely in terms of looking down it just disappears beyond all of your sights into darkness in terms of depth it is a plummetous death I mean Zolf you can scout underneath the lift with your boots of levitation I can but that'll take me a while to get there and back again. Well, just want to know how deep the can we see, really? Pretty deep. Give me half an hour, I'll see where I get. I, th- I think we should tie ourselves all together before we start climbing down, but right. I just thought easiest for you to just you climb see down what's on li- the underside of the little lift. way, because you, it's safe for you to go, because yeah, right. you, you can levitate right. without yeah. any... Go, go, boots, go. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that's canon, isn't it? Okay, you, you begin to levitate. Bear in mind, you can go up and down at will. Anything else requires you to move oh, yeah. around. So what, what I do is I, like, hop into space, shout, go, go, boots, go, and don't fall. Yep. But now just descend vertically. Yeah, that's fine. In terms of space, it is easy to step from the lift's roof to there is a ladder on either side. It's a step. There's no checks or anything. However, there isn't much movement room between you and the lift. It's not a squeeze, but at the same time, it isn't, like, spacious. But once you're down there, it's just empty lift shaft. Okay. So in terms of going down underneath, you see two things. One, that the lift brakes have kicked in, which is why it stopped, because you trigger just about every safety mechanism there is at some point. <laughs> so it's not going anywhere. Like, even if it was turned on, it has a... Anyone know how these work? I do. I'm just curious if... 
Okay, it has a dead, a literal deadbolt mechanism, which means that when certain criteria are met, it just seizes up. Mm -hmm. So even if power were to return, it cannot go up or down. It is a locked unit now. It's fine. My knowledge engineering is not, so it's yes. It's obvious to see that yeah. this isn't going anywhere. Like, it's clearly obvious. But in terms and he of, can now confirm what yeah, you yeah. told us before. Is but in terms of the... It goes down a long But way. in terms of the underneath, because it's an old-style elevator, there is technically like chains and stuff but there isn't anything that you think people could reliably climb down other than the ladders cool I'll come back up yeah lift is locked down it's not going anywhere unless you can fix it Sal there's like dead bolts and stuff so it's all pretty metal and just there best to climb down I think I, I can't see the bottom this could be like a long climb uh, okay we should we should tie ourselves together um, we should probably go in, in weight order that's the safest way in which direction Heaviest but, first. So no, light, lightest what? first. Oh, I thought so. If the heavy person doesn't falls down, they don't hit the lighter person and take them off. Uh, no, but if the, I mean, if the heaviest person falls down, everyone else falls anyway. It's just well, if we're all tied together, I guess. Yeah. But I, I mean, Azu's also the strongest, so you know. The, the thing is, if I fall off, if I'm beneath Azu, then it's a slight jerk on the rope because the rope will already be close to being tense and I won't have gone very far. Whereas if I'm above Azu and I fall off, yeah. I fall round her or fall into her and there's a much bigger jerk on the rope because I'll have built up momentum before it goes taut with me beneath her. Sure, it makes sense. Reverse the situation. Azu falls off definitely takes you down with her. Yes, but you know, there's nothing we can do about that regardless. Okay, so whatever. Just do it then. I mean, if, 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 if Azu falls off, then we... I, I will cast fly uh, no, on no, myself fine. and then no, no, on Azu. That's fine. This is a perilous situation and it is perilous. Can yes. we just get on with it? Sure. <laughs> just trying to be safe. So what's... I, I, I always find that's overrated, really. <laughs> so so what's marching orders here? You're all tied together, as far as I understand. I'm not in the... You have more than enough rope. Okay, in so... terms of you, Zolf, are you tied to anyone I need to know? All of them. Okay, cool. That's fine. You've got enough rope to do yeah. any permutation, although eventually you will just be a Gordian knot that plugs. Do, <laughs> do I have a carabiner of any kind? I'm just going to give you that for free, yes. Okay, cool. Then I'll be clipped on to each step as we go down. That's fine. It will grossly slow you down to do so, but I'm assuming that's still that's fine. fine. That's fine. Okay, as cool. soon as Safe I start to get tired... Yeah, yeah, that's, that's sensible. Basically, the first time someone fails a fatigue check, which I assume would, in the like game world, be evidenced by... <sighs> yeah, Clip I'm, I'm going to say now, like, you, you will be making that kind of check, and when someone fails, I'm not skipping to, you die! Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to go, Ooh, Okay, so, marching orders, who's at the bottom? Skrark. Skrark is more than happy to go first. Uh, with me next. So I'm going to write this down on a nice vertical list. So we have Skrark, we have Hamid, after Hamid we have... Uh, I guess it's me! Cell, after Cell we have... Me, because Zolf is levitating. Azu, and then we have kind of Zolf over here, like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 little flappy, flappy things on his Zolf feet. with little, little boots. flying uh, boots. There we go. Boots. Does everyone start climbing down carefully yeah, and sensibly? Yeah. Okay, cool. I am going to tell you all now. You all appreciate the scale. You all know how going down the ladder goes. It's going to take a while. You all start climbing down in your, in your marching order, yeah? In which case, then, I am going to accelerate time. However, none of you have a way of accurately telling time whilst you're climbing down here and if none of you have any special abilities that let you do that can I get a survival check from anyone that's able to give it because that's the only way to act to guess Zolf, over long periods Zolf can tell time by how often he has to reactivate his boots yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean technically yeah. yeah Ben's face Ben's face is a picture right system. now <laughs> I hate he's that. like oh 
unnecessary admin. And oh, I wish that we solve. had a way to oh, I'm glad that there was an time. unnecessarily administrative way to solve this problem. Are you wanting to keep tap of every single minute that passes? Oh, I don't know. Just give me a yes, no. Yes, I don't care. Like, this is beyond my ability to care. Everyone, please give me a fort save. Apart oh, from Zolf, who check. really oh, doesn't I thought need we were doing to. A survival check. Oh, sorry, yes. Let's do a survival check anyway, yeah. Let's do a survival check anyway. I got 13. Yep. I got 8. Okay. I got 21. Okay. Uh, I choose not to make one. That's fine. Hammond um, does not have these skills. That's all good. In which case, then, I will deal with that at the other end of this tunnel. Can yeah. everyone please, apart from Zolf, give me a fort save? The first of many. Ooh. <laughs> 30. As a natural as 20. In, yeah, that was a natural Good. <laughs> 20 unnatural. Yep. 24. And could everyone please give me a fort safe? Oh, God. No. <laughs> well, apart from Zolf, who gets to kind of just... I got a natural one. I got a natural one. Yeah, but you previously had a natural 20. Those cancel out, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good to know. That's what I need. Okay. And... 10 total. Excellent. God. What was your total again, Azu? 11. And Cell's total? Oh, 7. Everyone give me a, another roll, please. Just, just, uh, I, I'm stacking things up in my head. Is that another four oh, save? Oh, sorry, yeah, another four save. <laughs> just roll when in doubt, roll a four save. You're in the biggest ladder in the world. If I ask you to roll, assume it's a four save unless I say otherwise. 16. Yep. 11. Yep. 18. Okay, another four save. There is a specific number I'm aiming for Are here. we counting along at home? 24. Okay. 8. Yep. 20. 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me another four save, please. 14. 11. 16. Okay, cool. So, you carry on going for at least two hours in a measured pace. Just clunk, 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 clunk. As you proceed along, you all seem to be doing okay. Sometimes, like, one of you all slip and jerk. So, like, as in, for instance, had had an awkward one, like, there was a slip and jerk. That's tiring. Thanks for that, Hamid, or whatever. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. However, at the end of the sort of two hours, you are... How do I put it? You're still unable to see a clear bottom, but it's becoming apparent that it's because it's very dark. You are on the underside of the lift at this point, and no light is coming up from the bottom, which is making it quite difficult to discern distance. And some of us are doing this by feel in darkness. Oh, yeah. So, as it stands... You can light the way, by the way, but I'm just saying no light is coming up from the bottom. I'm going to light a torch. That's fine. I'll just cast dancing lights. If you can do that without endangering yourself, fine. I don't think you can, because it has a uh, uh, somatic component. And you would have to... You could just hold on with your legs. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) I light a torch. Correct. (laughs) So the the point stands, though, no light's coming up from the bottom, so the distance is still hard to call. Cell, Mm. you are now entering fatigued. Okay. So what fatigued means is the following, which is going to be relevant going forwards. You cannot run or charge, and it takes a minus two penalty to strength and dexterity, and doing anything that would cause fatigue will cause exhaustion, okay? The way that you get rid of fatigue is normally you take eight hours of complete rest. I actually think that's a little bit extreme given the nature of, like, the game, so I'm going to lessen that, but you will need proper rest. I can't remember uh, which of the paladins I, had cure fatigue. It was Grizzop, but I also have it. Okay. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, yeah, cool. I was like, I think I have, but you, t- you chose different mercies. Yeah, it's deceived. Uh, what I will people. say is, you have the ability to deal with it. Then I am going to redcon and say fatigue will have an eight-hour rest period because it is a resource drain that you can actually deal with. I only get seven a day, though, Alex. So, oh. what this means mm-hmm. now is you are going to be like this going onwards from now, mm-hmm. and it'll take you eight hours of rest unless someone magically deals with the situation. So, and to be clear with everyone, exhausted is a state you do not want to enter. I'm not going to go into all of the mechanics of it. Avoid it, even if it costs you resources. Is Cell vocal about their situation? Yeah, they'll grumble. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, this I'm... is... Do you know how, how much longer this will... Just, you know, there are things that I'm willing to do for kind of, you know, eight, ten hours a day, but I don't know if... <laughs> the, the, the I, 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 I float down next to them. Do you need to pick me up? What have you got? <laughs> <laughs> nice. You might be disappointed about this, but magic. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah. No, please tell me that you boop cell and then deal with the fatigue. <laughs> no, I just sort of I, I poke them in like the, the shoulder blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a stand action, you cast calming touch. I have seven of these a day, yep. they are separate from my other spells, and you remove fatigue, shaken and sickened. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's the good Make stuff. sure you track that it's gone. Okay, also, okay. I love that, that it's just a... What's this? This is a feel-better spell. What's it do? It makes you feel better in all ways. I am a cleric of being, like, cool. Yeah, just... I, <laughs> I can hang. I'm a cleric of I can hang. I just, I just wish that we could industrialise this. It'd do a lot of good for a lot of people. I'm not, not one of like, those dull clerics. I'm, I'm a cool cleric. Yeah. 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 Look, at this Look at this shark-tooth necklace I got. It's cool. I'm a cool dad. Not shark-tooth. That comes from the sea, and I'm not going back. Ah! Ah! <laughs> okay, so everyone please give me a roll. Just a you all know exactly what I'm asking for. Yeah. Right, a will save? Cool. Uh, oh, I've got a natural 20. <laughs> oh. so. Just waste is a natural 20. Oh no, ben. I've used it. You've oh, used it so Bryn, Bryn, Bryn. Oh, look, I get another one. I used it up again. <laughs> what, are, what are people, what are people getting on my thought saves? 19. 24. Yep. 13. Okay, another one. I'm just going to roll for funsies. Stressful. 25. Yep. 17. Yep. 12. Infinity. Again? <laughs> I like being involved. Oh, seven. Oh, 11. Yep. 22. Yep. 11. One more. 15. 16. Yep. 14. And sorry, one more. I, I got my maths wrong. So an 11. Mm, natural one. That would have been bad. 16. She wouldn't be involved, eh? Yeah. 12. <laughs> 11. So as it stands, at the end of this, everyone gains a level of fatigue. Boop, 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 boop. Please deduct the necessary resources. When but... you say everyone, that's cell again. Yeah, I'm afraid Cell did. Cell did again. And Scrock. Oh, I've got to roll for Scrock. Oh, no. Excellent, excellent. Do I care about Scrock? I mean, is Scrock light enough that if they just flop? Can we just carry? I would allow that, actually. Scrock would be light enough that the rest of you could carry them if you wanted. I think we should just carry Lizards aren't known for their heft, are they? They are an extremely light individual. Do people just want, if Scrock's tiny limbs finally give up, to just leave Scrock hanging? Actually, the the best solution might be to tie Scrock to Zolf. I'm fine with that. Just a little cobalt backpack. Yeah, Yeah, I'll I'll just hold Scrock. That was the correct call. It is physically impossible for Scrock to have succeeded those fort saves (laughs) and not end up an exhausted puddle of I'm tired at the bottom. Okay. Uh, Was everybody... Just to to reiterate, was everybody at maximum hit points? Yes. Yes. Fine. Cool. You make it to the bottom of this lift shaft. (gasps) It takes you the better part of about... Five hours, four hours ish, oh, like maybe four and a half. The reason being, really simply, you made this because someone was magically making you not tired. 
There's no version where you could have possibly climbed down on your own. Also, we must who, be a long way. Down. Whoever designed this did a terrible job because there weren't even refuge points halfway down or whatever. But as you continue going down, it, the bottom sneaks up on you, if I'm honest. Can everyone please give me a perception check? Imagine if there's nothing down here. Yeah. Imagine if it's just a room with no exit. Oh, I kind of want to do no. that. Don't do it! 14. Yep. 21. Yep. 31. 20. Okay, everyone Everyone gets high enough to... Yeah, oh, they, come on! There's a, I see through walls! There's extra stuff for coming. You're all so keen. So, as you're climbing down, you're all aware when the bottom starts coming up for the simple reason that it turns out it's not completely dark. There is a slight amount of glow coming. Specifically... You know that effect where you shine light on water in like a darkened room and then you end up with the ripply effects up on the ceiling? Mm-hmm. That is across the bottom. There's no possible way you could have seen this light from a distance because it's quite dim. Uh, it's, it's more, I still have a torch, so... So it, my point is, is that you're seeing this beyond the realm of torch. Oh, fine. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So you, you know that the ground is coming a, a long time before it is. I... Well, when we start to get down towards it, I'm going to extinguish the torch that's just fine. because we're entering the realms of people might be Yeah, that's again. fine. Cell, mm. you additionally mm. hear the sounds of your brain goes leaking hydraulics. Mm. Are we in like an underwater cavern? Does it do that cool drip noise that you make with your mouth? What do you mean? <laughs> I just really like that no, noise. No, you're in a lift shaft. <laughs> <laughs> But as it stands, I'm going to let you have stopped a sensible distance above it to do, like, maybe preps and not just go, bump, hello! <laughs> For and, the pulpy season. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so while you're taking a moment to sort of figure out what you're going to be doing from... How many from, hours did you take, say it's taken us? Probably about four and a half, as close as you can estimate. There's a couple of times where it's like, I may have lost count in the tens of thousands. Yeah, well... My, I think I can't remember how long my major I'm alive. While we do a bunch of admin, we'll take a break and then we'll come back with an, like an active game plan. <laughs> and welcome back. So you are at the bottom of the lift shaft. Are you proceeding to the entrance? Yeah. We'll Bear in mind that ex- the doors are closed. They don't look like enormous slab or anything, but the reason it's so dark is only a tiny amount of lights coming in through a crack between the two doors. So you were talking about the ripply uh-huh. look. Is the floor, the base of this lift shaft, like floor or is it like is it going to water no so the ripply effect is there is a line of light on the opposite wall to the lift like like some kind of massive elevator doors yeah think think massive elevator think freight elevator door it has a sort of line down the middle where the doors don't quite meet the quality of that light is waving but it's not reflecting off water in the actual bottom of the lift shaft so the lift shaft is just like the lift shaft is is no so the lift shaft bottom is full of mechanism if you were to have fallen you would have fallen onto an elaborate massive clockwork mechanism etc horrible spike Horrible spike watsits. It would have been bad. It had probably a bit of a lip up to the door. In fact, Sal, you got like a 30 on your perception check, right? 31. Yeah. So what you see is at the very, very bottom, this is useful information, Mm. there is a rescue lift there. So what it is, is it's basically just a platform for like two people. You might all be able to squeeze on it if you're kind of hanging or whatever, that has the sole job of going up to assist in the event that that lift stopped halfway. Mm. Whether it's powered, but um, it is there. And that's what you would have landed on and turned into a, a type of pate through. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, cool. So uh, do you guys have a, have a normal like attack strategy for these sort of situations? Is, is there, well, you know, you've, could you clue me in? You've basically seen it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We've, had, I, I we've know, already sorry. had the disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. We should look through that door mm. quickly. Look through the mm. gap and then prise them open. 
Mm. Yeah, I guess I was going to say you've got invisibility, but we can't really hide a door opening, can we? Mm. No, that'd be a, like a bit poltergeisty, yeah, and a bit these guys, they might they might I'm running think a bit low on spells. As I'm well, going to clamber around the lift shaft and just look for maybe some sort of service entrance. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm not even going to get a perception check. You find that there is two ways that you could do this. On one side, there is a hatch, like a manual entrance, where you could pull it open and do like you know the hydraulic pump thing oh, to yeah, pump yeah. the door open. On the other side, you see a cobbled-sized little hatch that does literally go through beside the uh, lift door. Okay, that's wait. There's a little hatch there for Skrark. It is too small for. I think all of you actually, apart from Skrark, just be able to, but it'd be it a is, very tight squeeze. This is that. This sure is to, to put through. this in context that people will might get the reference of. This is Jeffrey's tubes for cobbles yeah. size, so it's not a case of oh, I might be able to squeeze. Like you already got to be at the lower end before you even try. I mean, I can reduce myself. That would work. I can be small. Right, so we can get some people through there. Or we could just send Scrock through and... Scrock! How are you feeling, Scrock? Keep Scrock with what us. Have you dealt with Scrock's fatigue? Or have you saved the resource? Because at some point, the reason that you'll have picked up Scrock is he'll have just oh, it took, it took, <sighs> a, it took a long rest, didn't it? Yeah, go on. Okay, cool. In which case, Scrock's good. Like, Scrock's just like, Scrock! Hey, hey, buddy, what's what's on the other side of this door? Scrock! You are on the other side of the door. Can't, just kind of looks a bit vaguely blank at so. Have you ever been down here, Scrock? <sighs> kind of shakes his head, looks at you like, whoa. Because I will give you this for free. Scrock did say before you enter the lift, no one goes past the curtains. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the big boss lives. <sighs> Look, uh, I walk up to the lift doors and peer through the crack. Okay, cool. Give me a perception check, actually. Just because there's a chance you could get extra 18. stuff. Okay, cool. So, what you see takes a moment for your brain to, to process. It looks at first, you're like, oh, it's an aquarium tunnel. They had one of these in Paris. Oh. <laughs> it is what appears to be a thick glass tunnel that is running across potentially the seabed. Like a few fish are going at the edge. Like you have a very narrow field of vision. It disappears off into gloom straight ahead. Yeah, I'll describe that to everyone else. All oh, right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll pump that... this little handle then and get the door open. Yep. Wow, that sounds amazing. It's, it's yeah, pretty cool, but okay. yep, cool. Uh, As he stands next to the door with does her Ben describe what Zolf is doing? I'm pumping or... the little hydraulic <laughs> handle yeah. to get the to get the door open. Keep pumping. Azu is tense. Excellent. He's just ready to. I'm going to give Azu some wordless encouragement because I think I've worked <laughs> out by now what triggers your anxieties. <laughs> okay, cool. So you you pump the door and two things become immediately apparent. Mm-hmm. One, it, it works. Two. It's really messed up, and clearly no one's been using this time. Oh, okay. It's kind of, like, mucked up, rusted. Like, you can see that, yes, there isn't literally water completely filling the lift shaft, but there is, like, the sign of, mil- like, mildewy kind of rust patterning on the door. This is presumably so the, 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 the tunnel back to the mainland that we were told about, but... Are we going the wrong blooming way? So you keep opening... I mean, this is where we would be herded to by the weird puzzle stuff. So as you continue sort of pumping that hydraulics and it opens, it opens about 75% of the way and then it just... There's the sound of, yeah, that's leaking hydraulics. Okay, cool, great. That's as... Cool. In terms of what you're looking at, metal grating along the floor. It looks to be a glass tube has been sort of sunk into the seabed in some way. Glass tube from the sort of like about a quarter of the way up the tube is like dirt seabed kind of thing. You can see like stanchions to hold it in. And then arced glass with metal... What's the word? 
like reinforcement, arches? basically. Like arches. I've forgotten the word. It'll come to me later. Like, think curved girders, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. belts around it to keep it because of pressure and so on. In terms of what you can see, there is light at here because as far as you can tell, a small amount of what might be sunlight has been making it way down all the way through to here. But it's... Actually, who has knowledge nature? I do. Lots. Okay, give me knowledge <laughs> nature. Got so many knowledges. Sorry, I was I was giving information. I realised that you actually have relevant 17. knowledges. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not sunlight. It's probably a natural phosphorescence is kicking around, which would imply that there's a thermal vent nearby, probably. Cell explains this, but not that succinctly. <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of this corridor itself, you can see it heads off in towards the gloom, but you also can see that. Beyond this tunnel, like through the glass, it's really heavily warped because of refraction and so on, are more structures ahead. So it, it doesn't look like it's just one tunnel that goes on for miles and miles. You can see more structures ahead. There are no large statues that have like someone holding a chain and breaking it or yeah. anything like that. <laughs> I saw that look. Yeah. We continue down the corridor. That's yeah, fine. I think we do. You all see loads of fishies all around the outside, which is nice. Oh, do we see any octopuses? You see 15 octopuses. <laughs> Yay! In fact, you do. You see a, a herd of wild octopus da, da, crawling da, across da, the plane. Do move in herds. <laughs> Everyone give me a perception check for actively... I assume you're looking out at yeah. something you would never have had the chance to see. Yeah, yeah. 23. 23? 31. Mm-hmm. 23. 17. Excellent. Who got 31? Me. You're the first to spot it, but I'm assuming you'd want to tell the others. Yep. Not one, sorry. There's a shipwreck, at, like, beyond what you can see. It looks to be a wooden sailing ship of some time, but it looks to be there's an actual shipwreck within sight distance of here. In the Japanese or European style? In the Japanese style, but good question. Mm. Um, carrying along this tunnel, there's another one. There's two. There's one on the other side. Oh. Um. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's, like, eight. Oh, no. They're dotted around. There doesn't appear to be... It's not like there's a specific trap that's just plonking them one on top of the other or anything. But it does appear like there's quite a lot of traffic at the bottom of this ocean. Do, obviously, I don't know anything about, you know, Japanese warfare. But you know a heck of a lot about boats, though. I do, I do. Do these boats look like they're old? Basically, was there a historical battle, which we're now just in the middle of, or has Shoin been sinking boats? Okay, do you have knowledge history? And if Not you, knowledge sailor. I know you do. Do you have knowledge history as well? Uh, Yes, I do, actually. Okay, cool. In that case, then, could you give me a separate profession sailor check and a separate knowledge history check? Uh, 16 on profession sailor and 13 on history. Okay, cool. In terms of history, eh, this isn't your specialty. No. The technology hasn't changed enough to really merit like much dating for this. Yeah. As a profession sailor, these are ships that have been actively destroyed it looks like I think the giant them, mechanical squid mm. is grabbing them and bringing them to back some here of to them, its nest. It looks like they have been tactically attacked. So like you know what something running around of a, a like a reef or something is. Yeah. One of them has done that. Like one of them you like that hit a rock. That's what happened there. But the others, something has done a lot more wholesale destruction. So I was more thinking in terms of how rotted is the wood, like how old do they look? Because it'd be like, oh, this is from a few hundred years ago. Oh, this is from yesterday. At varying points within the last ten years. Cool. Right. Looks like Sherwin's been sinking boats. 
These were from about ten years ago. That squid thing has been sell as free knowledge. You know that within the last ten years, boats would still have been making their way to the showing institute because it's only in the last few years Mm -hmm. that he's openly been like, "I'm weird," (laughs) and up to then he was kind of maintaining a facade. So that checks out. So they've been within the last ten years. Yeah. Well, he he only started being kind of aggressive a few years ago. So so do you think it could just be within the last few years? Well, no, I don't live around here. It's really hard to tell. Like within ten is all you can get. Is this a dangerous passage of water? How's the weather been over the last decade? Well, like it's it was fine. People were trading with Shoen when it was an active an active thing. But uh, would you lose boats? I mean, a lot of these look like they've actually been attacked. Was there a lot of piracy? Actually, I can say one of them appears to be a military vessel. All the others appear to be trading vessels. You'd know that even at a glance. Sure. There's no mass disappearance of boats that I'm aware of. I mean, there's not that many for ten years, but it's, I don't know. It looks like things have been... This is a dangerous stretch of water. Either that were massively busy and unlucky. I think stuff's been being brought back here. This is where that weird underwater thing with the metal thing mm, I comes mean, from? Yeah, but I, I I don't know much about them, but I've been looking into them over the last two years. I don't think that's really how these things function, to be right. honest. They're more... I mean, they're, like... I, I don't know, to be honest, but my reckoning is that they're just controlled by something. So having them brought back here or anything like that, like showing any sort of natural behaviours, they're not natural things. They'll, they'll just do what they're told. Right. So unless Showin wants to build a shipwreck collection, I don't know. So, like, I, I was not aware of people vanishing like this, but there's been, it's basically been a war for the last few years, so I can't tell you. I would say for free, mm. you can tell that the majority of these vessels must have come from the mainland just by virtue of size. Right. There might be one that could have been, like a, the dinkliest one, but that kind of size ship isn't really going to be here. For, for Zol's benefit, you're looking at, like, anything between a 10 and, like, 25 handers. So, like, proper proper sailing vessels, like, okay. some of them are multi-mast. So they weren't from around they, here? They can't have been from your island. There isn't enough materials and people to man them. Like, basically, these aren't local, right? But they might have been sailing past our area. But okay. they, they weren't coming from our... Yeah. And- no, I know, that's probably, yeah, boats, there's trading vessels, they're going to be going long distances. I, I mean, is this, a, is this a trading pass? Is this, you know, whatever, it's probably not important. Let's just, we'll leave it later, we'll work it out later. Ask Joe in, he's probably got an evil monologue to explain what he's doing, so, you know. Sounds about right. Do you press on down the tunnel? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. as you continue to do so, the, the structures beyond resolve themselves from the gloom. Can everyone give me another perception check, because it's a perception-heavy bit. Well, we are underwater. 19. 22. 26. 27. Ooh, good rolls from everyone. So I'll go for Zolf first and then work my way up. There's a complex down here. It lacks the showiness of the building up top. So the building up top was kind of like, look how, like, grand arch and so on. Here, utility is king. You're looking at sort of mostly domed structures to deal with pressure and so on. It's not like... Yeah, it, it, it lacks the... Uh, Maybe the vaguely Art Deco-esque style of up top. Question. Mm-hmm. Are the lights on? You can see that some of the lights are on. For everyone else, you all start to realise it's in quite the state of disrepair. However, it also appears to have had sort of no maintenance. So, like, weeds... Uh, not weeds, sorry, like seaweeds and so on have started to overgrow one side of it. Like, no one has been going out and, and clearing stuff, so it's been sort of getting overgrown. You see that one of the domes has imploded. It has just <laughs> crunched in on itself. There are lights on in some of them. The majority of the structure seems okay. 
and then sell I'll give you an additional of if you had to take a professional punt you'd say it looks more like a combination of it hasn't been maintained and it's also taken some structural damage in the last 12 months say so stuff like maybe a rock fell on it but it's not just I'm not trying to say that something hit it once and now it's a bit damaged I'm saying both have happened it's both in disrepair and it looks like maybe it's been hit maybe there was like a, a earthquake or something that maybe why, shook it out a bit why would you build something so incredible and then just leave it to rot this this like look at this place it's incredible oh there's nothing like this else in the elsewhere in the world this and and he's just built it and then like left it and well, then not do we know for certain he built it what if someone else built it and then he moved in does I mean, it matter probably not we should be careful because if there are leaks in there we could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, this this could all collapse at like any time. This 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 stuff has not been maintained. You also know for free that this kind of place is likely to chain react. So if like one bit goes, it'll take more than just itself with it. Oh, like, and it will go- once it goes, it'll go. Like it, we will get hit quick. I mean, one of the things is we will be fine right up until the point that we are not fine. I I will probably be fine because I can become a dolphin. <laughs> So, As his hands, like, the, her knuckles whiten on the axe. She's holding it like a comfort blanket at this point. Like, it is her one defence. So what you're saying is we need to get in and out quickly. Yeah, that sounds great. Then let's get moving. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so, you get close to the complex. Um, in terms of distance, you're only talking, like, maybe 200 metres or so. It's just that visibility is poor at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> As you start approaching, you see that there is a very, very mouldy sort of tatty banner similar to what the main entrance one was it seems older than that one and it's just saying congratulations puzzle whiz is I can't say it properly uh, it's it's a bad Japanese translation but like it, it's, it's badly written it's it's like you it's it's like I, a raffle sign it's I'm, not good I'm starting to think that the puzzle was not written for us we are in a literal fun house it is amazing no, I mean, oh, this is ridiculous. It appears to have a pressure door, same as what the... Um, you remember when you came in via the dock? So, there was submarine the spinning, style. Yeah, yeah submarine yeah. style. There's one of those which is closed but seems to be in decent repair. Shall we open it? I think, well, I mean, we're not staying here, are we? So, yeah, let's get on with it. Okay, right. There's also, actually, it's worth pointing out, there is a locker to the right-hand side of it which is closed and affixed to the side of the tunnel. Open it. Okay. Yeah. In which case, the trap goes off. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Sort of assumed there would be one. Oh, um, a it takes me by surprise every time. <laughs> <laughs> a vial in the top of the locker goes and shatters. Mm. Inside the locker mm. is uh, what appears to be a fire axe, something like something similar to that. Mm. What appears to be a specific wrench. Yeah. It looks like it's something made to measure, not a standard wrench. Mm. And then up top, you see like a closed wooden chest that appears to be waterproof. Okay. The vial. What was in the vial? It's just a random vial dropped, but. I just gave you a very accurate description of what happened. A vial dropped. I assume that it will have a slow burning effect. Well, given uh, you're an alchemist. Yeah, can I do an alchemy? Yep. Do an alchemy. That's a 19 plus 17. <laughs> That's 36. Takes a little while, mm. and you start to realise why you're having an issue. You're like, oh, what? What subtle machination of this? What? What clever and elusive mm. product could it be? Incredible. Ah, no, you know what it was. This would have been a really, really lethal poison about three years ago. What it is now mm. is a very fine residue because no one has done any maintenance, and they set up a trap that hasn't gone off in like three years. So, guys, one thing I, I just need you to know how incredible this trap would have been years ago. But we're not dead now, which is a great sign. I'm pretty- <laughs> 
pretty sure that this means that this place has been abandoned for like at least three years, maybe more. And look, a wrench. I have right. a new tool. Should we see what's in this stupid box then? Oh, yeah. Is this is going to be some like prize for the bloody game he's trying to play. We can at least this. check for traps if yeah, we, we can. I mean, I mean, not well. that any of us can really do that very well. I'm check with traps by throwing it across a bloody room at a wall. That's actually Please probably a very good idea. No, no. I don't but think then the trap Fine, would th- go off I'll, on the other side of the... I'll throw it hard against the floor. It's better. Right. <laughs> I do that. You smash the box on the floor. Yeah, cool. away from me. At which point there's a kind of sad... <laughs> um, as the very small powder charges within it go off releasing some very mouldy confetti. <laughs> and inside one of the four vials that are inside shatters from the impact the other three are intact they appear to also have the residue of what was probably once something useful or useless or a poison who mm. knows but whatever it is now is mostly like a smear on a piece of glass uh, is there anything else in the box no no. It was like a felt box, very, very posh once upon a time, that's gotten a bit water damaged and now has three vials in it which have a small powder, but you're 90% certain, just at a glance, it should have been maybe a potion or something. Are we being invited to Showin's potion factory because we won sort of, sort of some sort of competition? To be fair, I would have entered that potion. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'd have known if it happened. Did it happen? No. That is right. an accurate statement. Do you think this was made for you, Sal? If you knew well, that if you... Well, if so, were... then I never got the invitation. I don't think I, mean, I factored that bigly in his in his you know calculations, but but he clearly knew that someone would come looking because there were and no, but also there were outfits for us. Oh, so uh, maybe he's updated it. I don't know and just I done mean, half of it. How long ago you did you guys did we... were like just two years late for something? I don't know why that would happen. Oh, <laughs> oh, your uh, little time jaunt. Yeah, what? But it was for the four of us. Yeah, why was I and you? None of this makes sense. And I wasn't with you when you there's, did that. There's a lot of bits of this that are completely incongruous with each other. Should we just go in and just beat the answers on. out of him? Did yeah. I am <laughs> all for that. to just lose my rag with this idiot. <laughs> so, big old door. Do you open it? Yes. Yeah. Check for traps. Okay, cool. Give me a uh, perception, perception check. check. For all the good it'll do. 27. You detect no traps. Cool. Actually... <laughs> he says that. You detect what should have been a trigger once upon a time... But it's like clearly going to do nothing. Dangling. Like you detect what's probably (laughs) a trap that has both already gone off and also would not work now, even if it was reset. I point that out and then go, yeah, let's open this door. Are we genuinely going to the right place or are we just going to find it? show it died and nobody's noticed. I'm starting to wonder. This is all very weird. Okay. So you push open the door. The first thing that becomes apparent is the corpse face down in front of you, immediately in front of the door that has a large bolt through its head. Oh. Signs of life. Excellent. And on that, I think we will end the episode. Definitely not signs of life. (laughs) Somebody shot the bolt. That is a sign of life. Okay. Well, that's what I meant. No one has any idea what's going on, and that makes no, me really no, happy. No, because it's incredibly confusing. No. <laughs> you built it for this. But if the bolt isn't still crackling with electricity, it could have gone off at any time. <laughs> Are we just literally in Bioshock now? God, no. Did they have a New Year's Eve party, and then some half of them went mad on potions and then shot the other half? Then I'm not a hack. They all went mad. Oh. <laughs> no, look, that if also we just happens this episode, in Bioshock. <laughs> we can get to next week sooner. So Bye! Bye! <laughs> Thank you. 
Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Uh, it has been we, hot salad. No, we yeah, that just popped into my head as we were about to do this. Because <laughs> the Discord went crazy about it. And I nearly said it again because I've been defending myself about it so much. I'll cue you back in. You're ready? Sorry, I'm, I'm going to do it and right. And who are you playing? Okay. Yeah. And who are you playing? Beefcake. <laughs> the beefy boy. Beefy, beefy boy. It's made a beefy boy. It's beefy dad. <laughs> and who are you playing? Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.